And right now, for the last 20 years, especially for the last 10 years, uh, the uh, the coaching, mentoring, you know, really is my passion. And um, the uh, I can say with my hand on my heart, I really enjoy it. Um, do I enjoy it as much as I did doing deals? No. Um, uh, do I get as much satisfaction? Yes. So it's funny. I don't enjoy it as much as when I was, you know, buying and selling companies left, right, and center, cutting and slashing like a fucking pirate, uh, boarding a fucking, you know, a buccaneer, cutting, you know. That's more fun than sex. But do I have more satisfaction? Yes. Because I, 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 are we, I'm not trying to get too softy, artsy fartsy on you, but I changed a lot more lives doing this. I made a handful of us rich and a few shareholders rich, but I mean, I've changed a lot more lives doing this. And so I get, and that, that's part of me getting older. You know, I want to, you know, uh, part of my legacy. Uh, you can succeed as long as you've got the will and something you really believe in, um, that you have a passion for. Richard Branson, Howard Schultz of Starbucks, all these guys say the same thing. Uh, and they're all tough as nails. Um, and, uh, but they're not as tough as nails in their personal persona or their persona on, on, on TV or, or uh, in the public domain. They are in the private domain. And the biggest fear of a lot of these guys is, you know, at a board meeting or a uh, senior executive meeting is because everybody's got an iPhone. Everybody's got this for it to be taped. And how many times have people been embarrassed in the last two, three years that they said something that they off the cuff that was supposed to be private? Uh, one of the great things is when Joe Biden told President uh, Obama a couple years ago, this is a big fucking deal, you know, when he, uh, he passed his health care deal. Um, and um, they talk like that, you know. Um, and you know, and you may not talk that way, but that doesn't mean other people don't talk that way. Do millennials swear all the time? Yeah. Oh yeah. Do they use fuck, cunt, shit, all kinds of words? Not everything. I mean, just we're we're not politically correct at all as long as we don't think we're being filmed. Oh, okay. Uh, that makes me happy. We got some hope there. <laughs> yeah, we got some hope. Um, I said this earlier, Roy Disney, Walt Disney's uh, older brother, told me this many, many years ago. When values are clear, decisions are easy. When I, when I, when I get your um, weekly reports, and for those of you that are internet-based and uh, you're having trouble and uh, you know buying media and you're doing Google AdWords and doing all this stuff, and you're, you're not um, the... Um, and you know, and Google changes the algorithms all the time. But that's so what? I mean, they've been changing the algorithms for many years. When the deals that are really, when the value is really super clear, the deals take off, and then they're copied, unfortunately. But it's pretty simple. When when value is clear, decisions are easy, and the people will buy the shit. You know, I'm not saying that it's all shit, but I mean buy the stuff. And so it's for those of you that are internet centric. It's your job to, to really put forth a clear value. So it's clear that they're getting, everybody wants to get more than they paid for. Everybody, since I don't know when. They want to get more than they paid for. And so it's up to you to make those decisions for them clear. Uh, there's a big difference between playing not to uh, lose and playing to win. And, um, and one of the things that... Um, uh, 
George has developed is taking more risk, raising his risk profile, and putting more money on the line. And guess what? He's made a lot more money. It's a pretty simple formula. It's simple to say, isn't it, George? Oh, yeah. It ain't so simple to do in the beginning. Yeah, because the first time you roll out 20 grand or 50 grand and you get take a hit, you know, <coughs> you choke. Uh, and then, but as long as you're winning more than you're losing, you're making money. Uh, and depending on how much you roll out, it depends on how much money you make. And the, uh, but you know, as, as, as I've told you, the, the inner rate, you know, and when we talked about the 28 tips of uh, uh, CEOs that should be, you know, should be adopted by CEOs, the internet is a great marketplace. Unfortunately, now, I mean, uh, with the competition, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people competing on the internet. And, uh, and sometimes, some days, you think they're all in your space. <laughs> you think that there's nobody else, there's no other space but your space. Uh, defeats are poison to some. Great men have become mediocre because of the inability to accept and abide by a defeat. If you should achieve any kind of success and develop superior qualities as a man, chances are it will be because of the manner in which you meet defeats that will come to you as they come to all men. As I said, it's not what happens to us in life. It's how we interpret. And I don't mean accept. How we interpret what happens to us in life that differentiates, and I say, you know, and this sounds chauvinistic, the men from the boys and the women from the girls. But it's how we interpret. I told my kids growing up all the time, that happened, you know, life's not fair. You know, kids say that quite, life's not fair. Well, I mean, it's fucking not fair. But I mean, how old do you have to be before you figure this out? It's just like we said a few slides ago. Bad things happen to good people all the time. Bad things happen to good companies all the time. And it's how you deal with it. And, how, and so it's how you interpret the facts. And the one thing that is really important and critical is to understand that you're not being singled out for this bad thing. Now, sometimes because you did something stupid, sometimes because, you know, you, you, you made a bad decision, sometimes you didn't heed the warning of, in some cases, for the next year, me, um, as your mentor. But it's to move on and not to remember self-pity. Remember we talked about self-pity? You know, human beings are the only the things on the uh, face of the earth that feel sorry for themselves. Not, nobody else does. Nobody else does. And the truth of the matter is, other than your mother, nobody else cares. <laughs> Moms have this, this innate thing uh, I want to call it a sickness, but that's not probably right, especially for uh, YouTube. But it's got this innate thing that, you know, that they, they, they feel the, the pangs of defeat along with you. Uh, and that's why I never told my mother anything. She didn't know when I was up, down, sideways. All she knew is when she moved here, she was happy for me and that she would tell some of her cousins, you know, um, Dan, I'm going to move to Scotland and spend my last years here. But you guys, again, share doubts. And the problem is when you share successes with the family, it becomes a natural two-way conversation street. And then you don't know when to stop, and so you share doubts. Or you share when some, some shit hits the fan. 
So generically, my advice is just tell every, everybody everything's, everything's not good. You know? And I used to say, and I still do, every day is a good day, some days are just great. Or I used to say, every day is a great day, and some days are even better. And guess what? It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, you can, you know, there's a, those, those things I fucked up last year, by, depending on the definition, I mean, uh, the, um, even those days weren't bad. Even those days weren't bad. Now, the, the only real down days are bad, not down mentally. Down days I've had is when I've been in some of these serious accidents where I've had surgeries and, you know, uh, etc. Um, but even then, you know, that which does not kill me makes me stronger. And so, um, the best way to protect the future, predict the future, is to create it yourself. And what QLA is all about, what all my free content on my site is, all the shit I give away uh, on Torrent uh, is, uh, and by the way, most of the Torrent stuff I supply, we're the one that have the servers giving it away. Because some of you dipshits can't even put fucking shit on, on the server and give it away right. So we give it away. And I, somebody, I forget one of my IT guys, uh, when did that come up that we started putting it up ourselves, EJ? Six months ago. Yeah, it, it dawned on me, uh, or not dawned on me, I was told because uh, uh, somebody complained, oh, the, the, your free share on torrents down. And so then I had EJ. <laughs> and they still complained, your free shit on torrents down. Gee whiz, I'm sorry. <laughs> so here I want to be out of the customer service business, and they're still complaining because they can't get. So then I asked EJ, um, who's behind the camera there, um, uh, and so we, we put it up ourselves. So we put it up ourselves, and it's, it's not that big a deal, except we have to make sure that it's up. And, uh, but, uh, so, but customer service is a bitch. I mean, even when you're not selling anything, they want to know. But, um, and by the way, we announced the winners of the Ask the $50 Billion Man contest two weeks ago, more or less. One winner, and he's from Bulgaria, I think. Is that right, Kat? Yes, sir. He's from Bulgaria, uh, and he'll be coming to the April seminar. Uh, and we had, instead of four second places, we had eight, because uh, we had really eight se second place great questions. And so uh, eight people are going to have, be able to, in the next year, will be able to have lunch with me and spend an afternoon with me asking me questions. And so I travel a lot, so it shouldn't be hard uh, for them to hook up with me. The guy that won the, uh, the Castle Seminar, We'll have to get to, uh, Bulgaria's not so far from Scotland. We'll have to get here on his own. And, uh, and you know, and we're going to do it twice. Uh, we're planning to do it at least twice this year. Uh, once in June and once in December again. And uh, I see, I don't understand why you got no risk, why these people, are, why we don't have a million questions. But people have so low self-esteem, they don't even enter. It's like entering the lottery for no money. When I first started this Ask the $50 Billion Man question thing, I thought we'd have a million questions. Because that's the mindset now. Oh, I'm never going to win. I get emails, oh, I'm never going to win. Can't you give 100 Castle Seminars free away? And the jackpot is bigger here. Yeah. And the jackpot is bigger here. That's correct. That's, that's a good observation, Robert. 
So we're going to have, we're going to give two away next year. And so for you guys that are watching, uh, you know, I would, I would um, say, you know, you got nothing to lose. Send in the question. And some of the questions are repetitive. And, and, and um, the um, uh, podcast that we just put out, which is, do you have what it takes? And is this really for me? Is in answer to, we get so many questions. Oh, you know, I'm uh, a 21 year old from Chile. Or I'm a 19-year-old from Bosnia. Or I'm 51-year-old from fucking Budapest. And is this, you know, is QLA really... It's for everybody that wants to better their life. That's the bottom line. And wants to do it moral, ethical, legal, etc. It's the only game in town that's not illegal that you can uh, build wealth starting with no money. That's the bottom line, you know. Uh, and whether you make 50,000 euros or 500,000 euros, or like the guy I described today, he made $435,000. That's a good thing for me to comment on. A guy got an email from a mentee. He made $435,000 on Friday. Right? You know what I said, 435? Yep. $435,000 on Friday. This was a guy that was buying his Children's clothes at Walmart. Now, I don't really know, like I said earlier, I don't know what that means. Doesn't sound like uh, Savile Road to me, but at Walmart. Now, if that's not a, enough incentive, I don't know what the fuck is. 435,000. That, you know, that's, that, that's, uh, even to me, half, I'll call it a half a million, I'll round it up. A half a million bucks, you know, ain't uh, chopped liver. I'm so, of course, some of the big fucking hitters on watching me on YouTube, uh, you wouldn't even fucking uh, take a piss for a half a million bucks, maybe. <laughs> you know? Big fucking hitters, you know? But anyway, oh, by the way, thanks, uh, Brian, for the shout out uh, on Ted. Is that right, Ted? Yep. Ted. And I appreciate the support. Thank you very much. Good night.